Hello. Welcome back to Trusting God Through It All. Thank you for joining me here as I share my thoughts and my experience of learning to trust God. Thank you also for sharing it with others who you think could really be encouraged in their walk of faith or uh, maybe somebody who might hear it and who's not really sure about the whole God thing and and believing and trusting and all of that. And I don't know. My hope is that it would encourage people to just love God, trust God, and live a life of peace and joy that only He can bring. Last time I was talking about finding contentment in life. And um, you know that it's a process and it's learning to be thankful and grateful for what you have. And also, I think it, it has a lot to do with receiving life as it unfolds for you. You know, but that that has taken me a while to really believe, first of all, that God loves me. And that just because he loves me doesn't mean that everything in life is going to go smoothly and just as I plan. <laughs> That's not what love is. Love is always doing what's best for someone. And um, sometimes I find that I have taken myself out of God's will, so to speak, kind of lived my life the way that I thought it should be lived. And um, God cleans up my mess. I don't want to make light of it, but at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying hard not to be down on myself because I haven't lived life perfectly. I don't know a whole lot of people who have. I think, you know, we're all just trying to do the best we can. And I think that it's really important that we connect with others who can help us to do that. You know, I, I, It's not easy. Life can come at you pretty hard sometimes. But if you really believe that God has created you, as King David said in Psalm 139, you know, being knit together in our mother's womb, God formed us with intention and purpose. He put us together. And yes, Life and events can happen that also kind of shape and form us. But if we bring everything back to the Father, He can continue to work in us and use those situations to create in us the person that He wants us to be. Or, you know, He can just kind of recycle or repurpose those situations in our life. And it really is amazing to live a life of faith and trusting Him and And knowing that he doesn't waste anything. I think there's a verse in the Bible that talks about, aren't all my tears already counted? Or have you not stored up all my tears in a bottle? You know, like God already knows the different paths that we'll walk down in life and the different decisions that we'll make. And his grace is enough to cover them all. Now, that doesn't mean that we should go and just live our life however we choose. And, oh, you know, God's grace, it'll cover me. No, no, no. It's just about knowing that if we should lose our way, God's grace is there to to lead us back to a better path that he would want us to be on. 
And so in thinking about those things, knowing that he's created us, he knit us together, you know, just the way that we are. And then with all the things that happen in life that can kind of distort our image, right? It can distort us and who he wants us to be. And if we bring it to him and ask him to repurpose it, he will. Because in Ephesians 2, 10, it says that we are all God's creation. And for us who choose his free gift of life, who choose to believe of who he is and what he's done for us, he created us in unity with the Messiah, with Jesus, for a life full of good works that he's already prepared in advance for us to do. Now, why am I talking about that? Well, because last time I was talking about being content and sometimes we're not content because we don't know the purpose of our life. And it can get kind of frustrating and confusing and we can kind of lose our way. But God is good and his ways are perfect. And if we choose to trust him and let him lead, we will know the purpose for which he gave us life. I know one thing that always threw me off is this desire to do something big for God. You know, I always wanted to do something really big, like I have this purpose in life. And I I don't know, I think there's probably a couple of different reasons. I've I've met a lot of people who feel the same way and who, you know, I just want to do something good for God. I want to do something big. I want to, you know, they want a ministry or they want to, you know, have an impact. And, And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think sometimes I know for myself, as I, as I think back and I, you know, I let God kind of show me my heart. It's almost like I was trying to repay him, you know, or to make up for some of the things that I had done that weren't great (laughs) or repay him for what he's done for me. You know, he's done so much that I just want to, I just want to pay him back, you know, somehow I just want to do something good to prove that, you know, I'm worthy of his love, I guess. And I don't know, I think in some ways there may have been moments in life when I was trying to prove to others around me that, you know, God loves me and, and, and I'll prove it to you, you know. It's just hard down here. And we're all doing the best we can. And I think it's really important that we come alongside each other, uh, encourage one another, and help each other uh, just to stay in a place of seeking God first, to know him, and then to make him known to the world around us. That is ultimately our purpose as his children. He wants us to know him, to know that we are loved by him, that we have a place in him. And then he wants us to, in turn, share that with those around us. That's our number one purpose in living this life. You know, the the Bible says we make our plans, but God directs our steps. And I think there's many reasons, um, many causes for us to lose our way or to kind of get discontent in what we're doing in life. And I'm going to follow this episode up with another episode that kind of goes more into depth and hopefully will give more practical ideas and steps to, to be purposeful in seeking 
the reason that God gave us life. And there's many. There's not just one. There's many. Um, But for now, I want us to think about why. Why Why did God put us here? Each of us has a different and unique life to live. And they all kind of interchange. You know, we can... One time somebody told me um, about how they viewed God's will or his working in people's lives. And it's like he's, he's weaving. He's a master weaver. And he's weaving this beautiful tapestry. And we're seeing, for the most part, the backside of a tapestry. And if you look at the backside of a tapestry, it's all these strings and yarns of different colors <laughs> just kind of woven here, there, and everywhere with knots, you know, and they kind of pass one another, intertwine with one another as he's weaving. And, and when we get to the other side of life, right, we're going to see the beauty of it all and how it all made sense. But for now, we just trust that the people that we cross paths with and the people in our lives, the things that happen, the experiences we have, it's all part of God's beautiful, amazing plan for our life and the lives of others. And it all brings him glory and honor and praise. And that's, that's the beauty of it all. If, if we give it to him, if we trust him with it, we will see the point and the purpose. You know, so many times we ask, what's the meaning of life? Or what's it all for? Or why is this happening? And, you know, why am I here? And it's, it's understandable. All of those questions are legit. But we really need to take him to God because only he truly knows, you know, the purpose that he has for each of his people, each of his children. Um, I was thinking about Matthew Perry, who recently passed away. You know, he said at a point in his life, he, he was just praying to God, you know, God, just make me, just make me famous, you know, do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever you want. Just make me famous. And he got it. He got what he asked for. And he, he believes that, you know, God is the one that helped him to achieve it. I, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But he also prayed later, years later, um, after years of pain and anxiety, you know, loneliness and struggles, drug addiction, all of that, alcohol addiction, you know, never really feeling like he was loved or appreciated for who he was. He had to pray again, you know, God, save me from it all. It didn't help. It didn't fix anything. That's what he said. Whatever he was looking for, he didn't find it in the, in the life that he thought he wanted, the life that he thought he should live. And it's such a great testimony for us all to really think about and consider because a lot of times we are pursuing something other than what God created us for. And we've, then, we've, then we're, we're off the path where, you know, find ourselves somewhere wandering around, metaphorically speaking, going, what am I doing here? Why am I here? What, I don't see anything in my life. I know for myself, I, I've many times done things that seemed good, you know, seemed like it was a great idea and it looked good from the outside, you know, serving in the church and 
teaching and, you know, other things that I've done. And intentionally, you know, my motivation was good. But that doesn't mean that God was calling me to do it. And and maybe someday I'll find out that some of it was, you know, me working together with God. But I have a sneaky suspicion that a lot of it's going to be <laughs> just me doing what I thought was the best thing to do at the time. And I can tell you right now, I do not want that sensation anymore. I don't want to just go through life guessing. I think this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't know. I really want to know that every day I'm doing what it is that the Father has called me to do because there's so much peace. There's so much joy that comes from knowing that you're just, you know, like like Jesus said, Jesus said it. That, you know, he only said what he the Father told him to say and he prayed what the Father told him to pray, right? He did what the Father told him to do. Now, I know there's a whole deeper level to that of who he was. And, you know, a lot of people, well, he was Jesus, right? you know. But he also prayed for us to be one with him as he and the Father were one. So that means that's what we are called to do, is to be so closely united with him that we know on a daily basis, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. That means we have got a responsibility to put God first in our day. All right, God, what are we doing today? Lord, keep me aware of what you're doing in me, through me, and around me so that we know we're living on purpose. Even in a time of waiting, like let's say you think that you're called to go uh, work in a different state or go to school or um, a different job or even, you know, go to be a missionary. I mean, I don't know. We, we all have different things that we feel God is pulling on us to go and do. But the things around us aren't really coming together to support that. But we really have been praying and others have told us and we think this is what God is calling us to. But yet we're waiting. It's just not coming together. It's not happening. So what do we do in that moment? We live on purpose. We live every day loving God, serving Him, and loving those around us. It really is that simple. And yet we tend to make it kind of complicated. Because <laughs> we're always looking for that. Well, I, And I want to speak for everybody. But a lot of us, <laughs> a lot of us are looking for something big to do. And I think it's admirable. But who's to say what's big and what's little in God's eyes? You know, let me, if you're a mom and I was guilty of this. I was a homeschool mom for 20 years. And there were, and I was a youth leader at the time. Um, and I had, you know, a part-time job. I mean, I was trying to live the life that, you know, seemed like I, you know, doing all the right things, trying to keep up with everybody. And, and I still felt like I wasn't doing anything worth doing, <laughs> you know, um, but what if being a mom was the purpose? That's what I was called to do. Be a mom who loved her children, who, who raised her children up to know God and to serve him. That's my purpose. It's an amazing purpose. But when I was in it, I couldn't see it that way because I was discontent and trying to figure out what else I could do in life that would be fulfilling to me. Now, 
I know that sounds weird because, especially to my ears, I loved being a mom. It was the best thing I'd ever done. I love every part of it. <laughs> In fact, when my kids were old enough that they didn't need me anymore, I thought, I told my son, Jonathan, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> like, I've always been a mom. I don't know what to do. And he lovingly said, go be somebody else's mom. <laughs> just like, ah, anyhow. Um, I think we can just get caught up in this idea of needing to do something to satisfy maybe even our own ego. I don't know. Um, but I do know that if we are choosing to trust God every day with our life, that he created us, knit us together, and, and you know, set us aside to do certain things, then we just seek him and he'll show us what they are. I hope that this little episode encourages you to stay straight, to stay on the path that you're on if you know for a fact that God is calling you to something and just be patient and every day serve him. If you're in a hard situation right now that you want out of, but you know that you just get the sense that you have to stay there for whatever reason, trust God with that. He will reveal to you what it is he's doing and what the point is. Maybe later, but eventually you'll be able to go, aha, that's what he was doing. Trust him. It all comes back to trusting God, even when we don't like what he's doing or can't see what he's doing. If we choose to trust him and honor him with our words, our thoughts, and you know, just in the smallest of acts of kindness, it is going to make a difference and, and he will reveal himself to us and his will for our life. Now, I talked about Matthew Perry. I want to talk about one more person really quick. I recently went to a funeral slash celebration of life for Aunt Carolyn. She's my husband's aunt. And um, there were so many people there that testified to her love. She wasn't famous. She wasn't popular. She didn't write a book. She was a mom and a grandma and a great-grandma and a friend and an aunt, and a wife, and she loved people, and she served people, and she was always checking up on people to make sure everybody was okay, and her life did not start out well. She was rejected by her own mom. Her dad ended up dying, but she chose a path of love. You know, she chose to trust God. She was even living, she used to joke about it. You know, it took her a long time. She said when they moved to the country, she did not buy real furniture for like a year. She They had lawn chairs and stuff because she didn't want to be there. But eventually, you know, she just accepted, okay, this is where I'm at. This, I'm going to make the, best, the, the most of it, the best of it. And she did. And um, I think that's such an amazing uh, life story to have. To choose to love others right where you are. And to let God love them through you. And to choose to accept your situation, whatever it is. And, and choose to trust God that he is your protector, your defender. He's watching over you and he will care for you. And he will provide for you what you need. Sometimes we get our own idea of what we need. And we get mad because God's not listening. But I want to just encourage you. 
trust him. He does know what you need. And he will provide. And he's with you. And he will watch over you. And he will reveal what you need to know when the time is right. I know that he loves you more than you could ever imagine. I know sometimes it's really hard for some of us to believe that and to receive it. But once we start receiving his love, it, it changes so much of our perspective. And, and it even changes how we view others and how we react and respond to others in our lives. So I, I pray that this really encourages you today. Share it with somebody that you love and care about who needs some encouragement. And come back again for the next episode where I follow up with some, just some thoughts and ideas and practical ways that we can, you know, find our purpose and um, think about the ways that God is working in our life and how we can, um, I don't know, just work with him instead of fighting it. (laughs) Until next time, I pray shalom joy and love over you, over your heart, and over your home.